Well, looks like we made it. Yeah, we made it. First real show of 2024. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hard Rock Lunchbox and, of course, the Top 20. If you're watching this on YouTube, on StrangerHood TV, or even listening to it on Spotify or anywhere else, I forget where I even post it. It is a semi-beautiful January 11th, 2024. Year of our Lord. I did it. <laughs> I made it. I made it. Woo-hoo. Uh, so what's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? I uh, got some applause in there. Good. That's good. Oh, man. Oh, my hair is doing it again. My hair is doing a thing. See, I've been I've been really not liking the way it looks wearing a hat. <laughs> but every time my headphones move, it just pushes my hair forward. <laughs> and it just, I feel like I like that less. But honestly, I'm looking very straggly. I don't like it. Scraggly. We decided that's what it was last time. I gotta, get, I gotta get a haircut. It's so bad. I don't, I don't want my hair this long anymore. It's just, it's just too long. But enough about me. Let's talk about me. Uh, yeah. Back for another year of the Hard Rock Lunchbox. We're changing things up. Starting today, we're gonna see how it goes. We're gonna try and front load a lot of the show with uh, local and undersigned and unsigned bands for the first hour. Kind of a going back to our roots sort of thing. The, the reason I'm doing that is because I really want to do uh, really want to draw some more focus to uh, a lot of the newer music that's coming out uh, from from bands that you're not going to hear um, and you know it, it's kind of it kind of like I said it really does sort of throw back to the uh, initial actually you know what let's start let's start off with some housekeeping shall we uh, so yeah there's a brand new top 20 out it's not super cool but I mean it's not super long it's not even the full top 20 but do check it out we do sort of talk about um, <clears throat> the fact that I forgot that I made a list that's always good um, but like kind of like the, the the goals the goals that I had for 2023 how I how miserably I failed at them and how that's probably a good thing kind of in the long run and uh, kind of like what we should all try and do in 2024 not that anyone has to listen to me i can only make suggestions you're you're more than capable of making up your own minds about things but i i like being a sounding board for ideas and stuff like that so that's that's kind of important all kinds of stuff going on is uh bacon is my podcast they've got uh, really blonde is out the full interview came out this monday discussions and drinks from yesterday uh according to the title is uh um uh jimmy's uh, nostalgic tasting part one also, Mikey is writing a concept album, which I've talked to Mikey about briefly, so I'm interested to see what he's saying publicly to know what I can say publicly. Uh, so I'll give that a listen probably later today when I get out for a walk. Uh, I have been sick. I have been actually pretty, pretty severely sick uh, for a good chunk of this week. I had a, uh, I guess, I guess, uh, without an official diagnosis, I think I am experienced enough to say I had a very severe sinus infection that settled in my inner and maybe middle ears. Uh, it was actually so bad on Sunday that I could not walk um, normally. Like I was listing and, and tilting and stuff like that. And anytime I moved my head, even from a sitting position in any of the, you know, along any axis, it would make me so nauseous that I was almost ready to throw up several times. Now, I don't know how many alcoholics and drinkers I have in general in the audience, but if you've ever had bed spins, it was exactly that. It was bed spins, but constantly, like any time I would move. So, and I had not, you know, had a drink in however long. 
So uh, it was really, really bad. Bad enough to the point where I actually could not go to rehearsal on Tuesday night because I didn't I didn't think I was okay to actually take the drive. Aside from the incredible weather that we were having Tuesday night, I just wasn't able to count on the fact that I could drive properly. Uh, it's, too, it's, it's a very long drive. It's two very long drives, and I just wasn't worried. So uh, I was dealing with that. Um, there was a reason I was saying any of that. I uh, sick about root beer. Uh, oh, right. So, like, I haven't been walking either. So I'm kind of looking forward to uh, a walk later this afternoon. It's very weird. Like, uh, I know that I started walking um, towards the end of the summer last year. And I've been, like, talking about, like, kind of why I do it, how often I do it, and stuff like that. And it has promoted some level of weight loss. But I don't know that I would recommend it for just weight loss. I mean, if you're going to do that. I will say I actually just picked up a backpack because I want to kind of go more rucking than walking. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it's fine. It's really just some new, stupid, gay terminology for something that some, you know, millennial decided needed to be important. But it's basically walking with, like, a weighted backpack, right? So um, I had considered – I have ankle weights that I uh, used to use, um, and they're good for, for mild exercises and stuff like that. Uh, I, I had considered walking with ankle weights just to try, like, if I'm going to walk – like, I want to kind of, like, get a little bit more out of it, really. Um, because I, like, here's the thing. Like, I don't feel like working out. I'm not I'm not in a headspace where I feel like working out. That's why my, oh, you can't see them. My arms are, like, super flabby right now, which is unusual for me. I usually have pretty defined arms because I'm a bit, just a big dude and I do lift stuff. I mean, it's in there, but, like, you know, my fat is definitely covering my biceps. So it's, it's looking like less of a bicep and more of, like, a bi... Uh, buy one get one free Subway sandwich maybe? Um, Subway still not a sponsor um, but I don't feel like working out and I don't want to sacrifice the walking but anyway so I wanted to add a little bit more challenge to the walking without impeding my walking is what I'm saying because the reason I like the walking um, is not really been for weight loss like I said it's really you know maybe a pound a, a week every now and then which, you know, at 700 pounds, I probably have uh, a, way, a ways to go. But what I really do like about it is the uh, unplug that I get to do from uh, work and life in general. Like that, that I have been, if I have, if I have not made that clear to my listening audience about how invaluable I find that to be, uh, like, let me be very clear. Like just dipping out in the middle of the afternoon and just going for a walk, like in a park or even around your neighborhood, or in my case, like even just around like South Huntington and stuff like that, like, it has been so invaluable for me just to just the just the get the f out of here kind of mentality, and then like listening to a podcast or like lately I've been listening to some new music I've been working on. Uh, we've been doing a lot of edits ahead of our pre-production for the new Rebel Nine recordings. Like I've been doing that, but it's it's focused time, and I'm not working and I'm not talking to anybody. I I refuse to make phone calls during this time. I don't want anybody calling me during this time. Not that I would take their call anyway, but like. Just the unplug has been really good. And what I found is that since I wasn't able to do it for several days, like I got really, really antsy about it because I've become very dependent on it. I don't know if that's technically a codependency, but I, it's it's a dependency. And it's been very important for me to do. So I'll be very happy to get back to that. Um, so anyway, the uh, whole point of that long-ass thing is that I'm 
probably going to listen to Discussions and Drinks later, although I am working on two new songs lyrically. Actually, I got three that I'm supposed to be working on, but I have two that I'm actively working on lyrics on, so sometimes I like listening to those, and what happens is like I'll start listening to them, and if nothing's coming to mind, then I'll switch over to podcasts or something else, but if something is coming to mind, I'll just sit there and just... Um, work this out like i was uh, i was out walking yesterday for the first time in almost a week and um i have this new song called tony omaha uh that's the working title it might end up being so long maria but like i just I haven't quite decided but like i wrote out of nowhere um a an, an entire dual vocal melody for the chorus because we were having this problem where it's like it was hard to distinguish like I could tell when the chorus was but like the band was right like it wasn't super obvious when I added this second line it's like all of a sudden it's like oh, there's a chorus like it's undeniable it's absolutely unmistakable that like we're, we're in chorus land right now and I was like this is going to save the song the only problem I actually have with it because the song is very, I want to say dated, but it's not quite the right word. It's definitely more of an homage and a throwback to like the days of like Brand New and Taking Back Sunday and that kind of stuff, especially any of the bands that did the dual vocals. Um, but like, first of all, those bands are still out. So I don't necessarily know how dated it is. Like, I know what I'm going for in my head, so I know what kind of where it comes from. Um, but I was also doing something very completely different. I was just trying to write a particular song in a particular way, kind of like workshopping a song, uh, just as a writing style, and I ended up with this song. So, uh, but it, so it has some. Pro- it doesn't help it with it with that sort of dating thing. But like, I also have another problem in the sense that like what's coming out right now is a not stuff I like pretty much. Uh, and B, I can't do some of the other stuff. Like a lot of the screamo stuff, I just, I simply can't do it. Now, if Rebel Nine wants to bring on a screamer, like we could do that too. I just don't necessarily know. I don't know where we're at as a band if we want to make that kind of a shift. So we can either keep doing what we're doing and just sort of ride out what's currently happening. And then that just gives me the freedom to write pretty much anything I feel like singing. Or we can really sort of forge ahead and create something new, which I think. And this doesn't. This is not supposed to be as bad as it sounds, but I think it's kind of beyond the scope of this project at this point. I mean, Rebel Nine as an entity is coming up on 13 years old. Like, I don't necessarily know that we're going to be breaking any new ground, other than writing really good music, which seems to be breaking new ground these days. Because a lot of the music out there is just so trite and boring. Like, it just, it just is. And I'm definitely not like they haven't written any good music since the 70s. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying that a lot of the music coming out uh, out of the Nationals is just very cookie cutter and it's just a little bit boring, which is why most of the new music I bring you here on the box isn't that. Um, like, I'm, I'm skimming some of it. Like, I've been really listening to a lot of Atreyu lately, and I feel like they're also heading in that direction, but I feel like it's a money decision for them, so I'll probably be playing them less and less and less. Like, there was only one part of the new Atreyu song that I'm, I liked, so I, I did grab it for the show today and stuff like that. But, like, I like... I'm liking more and more the bands that are just sort of falling off the beaten path. I've got something from Nautilists today that I think is really interesting. I got brand new music from Born of Scars. Now, Born of Scars has been pretty consistent in the way they've written over the years, which is great. Like, I totally just count on exactly what, they, what they're what they going to write, real guitar-heavy sort of stuff, with the addition, of course, of Victoria and, like, her hauntingly kind of dark vocals. It's just, it's a nice it's a nice thing, and it falls right into the kind of line of thinking uh, that I, I want to be doing. So if I'm not going to be forging ahead because I don't have this particular direction I feel comfortable going in, I might as well just rely on what 
made, you know, Rebel 9 and before that GTAB like a lot stronger, which is just the way I typically write. So um, that entirely doubly long explanation is why I'll be listening probably to discussions and drinks at some point. But you can check that out for yourself. Um, on Stranger at TV, which is, of course is the Craving Strange YouTube channel where you get all the Bacon is My Podcast stuff. Uh, you get all the What Would Waterbury Do? You get all of the uh, Frank Jr. stuff that isn't on Etch-A-Sketch Studio. I think Etch-A-Sketch is its own thing. I, honestly, it's hard for me to keep track of because Frank posts on both but, both, but whatever. And then you can catch, of course, the Top 20 every Thursday. So I appreciate you guys checking that out. I did manage to post it on Instagram that there was a new episode, which obviously doesn't mean all that much. It's not like I got like a thousand likes on it or anything like that. But I did get uh, an overwhelming sense of accomplishment because it's something I've been setting out to do for a very long time just didn't whether or not i can keep that going your guess is as good as mine um i did have some political nonsense to talk about especially because uh the the trump thing that's going on he he in in the georgia case he basically is trying to plead immunity because he was president and they actually had this really kind of insane almost like ridiculous example and it's just it's just unnerving. One of the appellate court judges, or the federal appeal judges, asked Trump's lawyer, um, you know, would would Trump be allowed to like have SEAL Team Six, you know, kill their rivals and avoid prosecution? Uh, and his lawyer basically said, well, qualified, yes. Uh, he said that. The, the rules for a president is that the House has to impeach them and that the Senate has to uh, convict them. Uh, but there is no other rule of law that pertains to a president, which is ridiculous. Like, it is a absolutely ridiculous argument, especially given the fact that anything in the Senate is done by, obviously, political leanings, right? Like, that's just, that's that's clear. So... You know, I don't think any president in the in the in my lifetime is going to ever be you know impeached or convicted in the Senate because I don't think the Senate's ever going to be two thirds one party, right? I think it's going to be pretty split down the middle because what's happening in the House is gerrymandering is actually causing the House to lean more uh, Republican than Democrat, which you know maybe that'll get fixed, maybe that won't. But gerrymandering doesn't really apply senators since they're statewide elections. That's why there's more Democratic senators than Republican senators. And it's also why, you know, the, the House doesn't represent that because that that's more proof than anything else uh, about how gerrymandering works. And if you need more proof, you can de- definitely look it up. Like, go, definitely go check out what's going on like in Wisconsin if you want to see about gerrymandering because that case is absolutely fascinating. Um, but yeah, he basically said that, you know, unless unless they're convicted, impeached and convicted in Congress, then the president can do whatever they want. Right? Like, you, you get that, right? Like, you get why that's ridiculous, right? A president cannot order the hit of an American. The president, honestly, can't even really, you know, break into your house or shoplift. Right, they, like that's a that's an illegal thing to do. It's a crime in this country to do those things. The president isn't immune from that. You know what I mean? Like the president could be. You could make an argument that like, oh, I was speeding because I'm the president and I need to go do my president duties. So you can't give me a ticket. Like that's kind of an argument. But like, hey man, this guy's speaking out against me, so I'm going to have him arrested because that's exactly what Putin just did to Alexei Navalny in Russia. 
Like, that's exactly what it is. And the entire world is like, you can't do that. And Trump's lawyer is like, well, maybe he can do that. Like, does anybody see what's wrong with that? Like, I know I've been saying for years about, like, everybody on the right screaming that, like, Biden's a fascist. If you hear anybody on the right screaming that Biden is into, like, fascism and stuff, what you're doing is you're listening to somebody that doesn't understand what fascism is. Like, because it's super simple, right? It's a really simple thing to understand. Nothing that Biden has ever done, even even remotely fascist, whereas everything that Trump's legal team is is saying is all fascist, authoritarian, and dictatorial in nature. Like, it's just bananas. But I just... I only bring that up because I thought it was important for you to know. Like, Trump's lawyer said that he can absolutely, he could order SEAL Team 6 to kill rivals and avoid prosecution if he's not impeached and convicted in Congress. That's what his lawyer is saying, that he's allowed to do that. Which, I guess is fine, because if that if that stands, then Biden should have Trump killed, right? And he can avoid prosecution. Like, just think about that for a second. Like, Biden could have Trump killed. And or, you know, arrested or whatever and avoid prosecution because the Senate will never convict him on it. Now, you could argue that the Democrats in the Senate would be like, that's wrong. We're going to convict it anyway. But I'm just saying that's the president he's asking for. That's the precedent the president is asking for. So I only pointed out because that's where we're at in this country. Like we're trying to decide if the president can kill somebody legally, kill another American, a political rival. Like, the things you read about that are going on, like, in, you know, South America, and we're like, oh, my God, Banana Republic, the former president's lawyer is saying he's allowed to do. So, welcome to 2024. So, as I was saying before, started saying before we got to housekeeping, we're going to try and change up the format a little bit on the box uh, starting this week and maybe uh, in forever. Uh, like I said, I'm going to try and front load some of the local and unsigned and undersigned bands that I, I know from around the country in the first hour, you know, including the top 20. I'll still mix them in later. Like, I don't really care so much. Like where I play these songs, I like actually having them kind of mixed in. But what I've been what I've been realizing is that the focus has been shifting away from a lot of the local bands for a couple of reasons. One, because a lot of the local music coming out is shit. It's absolute garbage. And I think there was a lot in COVID where it's like, okay, well, let's just write some songs and record them really fast because we have them. And that's kind of what's been coming out. People have been throwing garbage up on the wall and it's been sticking, right? Like that's, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. There, there are definitely some bands that I'm aware of that are taking their time. They're recording really good stuff. They're working with a production team. They're working on edits. You're like, you know, all these bands that I'm talking about, and they're doing really good work. Like, I want to get back to focusing on them. I like playing some of the national stuff just because I like listening to it, and I'm fully planning on doing that. But I feel like if I spend a little time focusing on what we originally wanted to do with this show, I think everyone's going to be better for it. I could be completely wrong. This may not work at all. I may just put some you know, other songs in the beginning. I may just go back to a flat-out mix. But I think it's probably important to at least try. Now, the only thing that might throw the caveat in this is that with what looks like is going to be coming out in 2024, I simply might not have to do this because I'm going to be flooded with so much new material, new and good material coming off of Long Island and some of the other markets that I'm aware of that are putting out really good music that I'd be playing it anyway and we'd go right back to this, you know, 50-50 or 60-40 mix that, you know, the, the box was really, really founded up, upon. But, again, I think it's an important um, exercise and, you know, kind of like a workshop to sort of just look at 
all the music we had. I will say I spent some of this weekend before I got sick trying to organize the local music. I got A through M into the local file, but like I got to tell you, man, I spent like an hour doing it. Like I have a lot of goddamn music in this library, and I think that, if nothing else, is probably the biggest lesson for me because like I have all this music. And just because it's not currently coming out at the rapid pace that it used to be coming out, or there aren't as many bands that used to be doing it, or there aren't as many bands that I like that are doing it, um, I guess I just kind of let it go by the wayside. And that, uh, you know, that pretty much stops now. And that's cool. That it really is cool and really should be the way it is. We really need to, we really need to focus on some of the music that you're really just not going to hear so much anywhere else. And to that end, I am going to try and work on something to make it easier for bands to submit to me. Um, and I'm going to like maybe put up like a website, like the FTP. Like, but honestly, I don't feel like spending any extra money on this show. Like, it already costs me enough in time and money to host, you know, the archives of it. So, like, I don't necessarily know I'm going to do that. So, I'll probably just continue with the email and have some sort of disclaimer. But to that end, I want everybody that's listening, like, as you come across new bands or new music from local bands, unsigned bands and undersigned bands... Have them send it to me. Like, have them send it right to hardrocklunchbox at gmail.com or contact me in any myriad ways that they want or that you have. Like, let's let's all do this. Like, we can all do this. Like, back in the day, like, that's where all that was coming from. People were messaging me like, hey, my band has this. Hey, my friend's band has this. Hey, I heard this band last night that they're this. So, like, yeah. Whatever you can do to get on board to help us build this up with more of a local presence, like, I think it's a good idea. I think it's worth our time. I think it's worth the effort. It's definitely worth, you know, taking some time and listening to some of these bands that honestly aren't going to be able to get very far because as I was talking to Waterbury just yesterday, the music business is shit. And it's really a lot, lot less about talent and musicianship than it ever was before. It's about salesmanship. It's about time and commitment. It's about a lack of other obligations. It's about your ability to be on TikTok and be amusing and be, you know, have content and be thoughtful and all of those other things. All I want to do is write songs, man. I want to, I want to play them sometimes. I want to record them once, but all I really want to do is I want to sit and write. And like, there's nothing really wrong with that because that's why I got into music in the first place. The business of it, while fun at times, it's not something I really want to do so much anymore, which is kind of why the band is like flailing around and not touring and, you know, not maybe as big as it should be. We're certainly not drawing as much as we should be because I can't bring myself to sit there and promote every goddamn day on a platform that I just find absolutely abhorrent and disgusting. So I want to go back to just writing. That's my point. But I want this show to go back being like all this cool new music from bands that probably you know or don't know yet and uh let's just make it about us right might as well everybody else is making it about them uh, i couldn't think of a better way to start off this new project or this new phase of the box than to uh, play one of my own songs and the reason i say that is because i really just didn't spend any time thinking of a better way to do it so yeah i could have come up with a better way i just didn't <laughs> 